Oh boy, I could barely even get through this. This is, uh, we're talking about you can cut the tension with a knife. There's a cruise coming up. When I say a cruise coming up, I mean in less than 12 hours, okay, from me. Now you're getting this on Tuesday, but this is being recorded the night or hours leading up to the cruise. So I'm going to hit you with this, and I'm going to release it on Tuesday, and hopefully you'll enjoy it. But we're going to talk about a few things. One of them was just, I mean, you want to talk surprise? They got the kid. They they got me. They definitely got me with this one. Uh, we're going to talk about Royal Caribbean and a new cruise terminal that is going to open. We're just a, 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 an update of a cruise terminal. We're going to talk a little bit about Virgin Voyages and uh, good news over at Carnival regarding their staff. And we will then get into Bermuda as well as some Carnival Horizon stuff, your emails, and whatever else ends up coming to mind for the next, I don't know, give it an hour. Hey, let's start the show. Oh, we back for another one, right? <laughs> Bags are packed. Hey, Tommy, you ready? Let's go. We going in. Hey. It's the night before the cruise And if I'm honest, I ain't sleeping But even if I could, I'd be dreaming About this weekend, all the fun we about to have As we taking this vacation Always be booked on our way to embarkation Cause we know what's in store Pockets and palm trees, tropical sea breeze And frozen daiquiris, oh please Thank you sir, yes I think I'll have another Please don't blow my cover, cause I'm passing on the muster Bring a lover, bring a friend, bring someone you just met It ain't snowing where we going And the good times never end Here's the five more years, drinking beers, running Pierce, thanks for giving us your ears through the laughter and the tears. But we just getting started out here. Give us a holler if you're looking. You can find us somewhere south of the Bahamas. Getting hotter as we go. Cones and we united. So sound that horn, cause everybody's invited. All aboard and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Always Be Booked Cruisecast show, coming to you not quite live from South Florida, Boca Raton, the K-Compound. And you know what it is. It is uh, officially Cruise Day in America. We are past the late night hours. Again, like I mentioned in the cold open, this is not Cruise Day for you. I believe this is going to be a sea day. When you're listening to this, when this is being released, it's going to be Tuesday, so that's going to be a sea day, and then we're going to get into Aruba on the Wednesday. Kind of pumped. Uh, you know, anybody who's been listening to the Patreon knows kind of like it's been a lot of wacky changes, and it's been a quite a crazy ride. I have some very, very cool information about a surprise that happened tonight that most of you probably are aware of by now, but... I am here to give you the blow by blow, and I'm still, like I said, you're here on this Tuesday, but this is still fresh for me, just kind of happened. But before I do that, I want to invite you to check out our Facebook group, which is the Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge on Facebook. There we do a little bit of uh, community building. We have some fun. We share information, share pictures. As much as we share information, we just uh, we just pontificate about cruising there. I have an Instagram, Always Be Booked. The YouTube channel could use some help. Hit me up over at YouTube. Watch a video. Give me a view, right? Comment, like, whatever you feel like. Maybe, dare I say, a share. And then we also have, if you just can't get enough of what you're hearing right now and you just can't get enough of me or you'd like really like to strongly support the show, we have a couple of different options on a website called Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com 
slash always be booked. And there you got two options. First option is you can get a show five days a week in addition to the ones you're hearing, you know, regularly already. And uh, that would cost you eight bucks. But, you know, that's a kind of become its own little cult following there and are we really really enjoy the family that kind of wakes up and you know listens to the wake up show every day you know what that is is like you know if you really just want me on your commute you know what i mean if you really just want me daily for your workout if you want me daily on any type of chores you want to do and you want to have me coming through the headphones talking about where certain cruise ships are what the latest out off the press cruise news is what time the sun might be rising in places like st thomas aruba or grand turk that's the uh, that's this show for you patreon.com slash always be booked eight dollars a month now if you just want a little taste and you want to support the show, you got an option for five bucks, and that is one show a week, and that'll drop every Friday. That's right. That's when it drops. That's what I'm running with. Drops on Friday. All right, so today, as you guys know, we're on a we're about to be on a cruise. We're about to be on a cruise, and we are on a cruise. I keep I, again, I'm not good at this banking episodes type thing. I'm usually, you know, when I talk my crap, I throw it out there for you and you listen to it. Uh, this time we're a couple of days early so tonight was the pre-cruise dinner for a few people and we all know this we've already talked about it you want more details it's in the patreon but you know things went down the guest count went down because of you know this was started this dream of this and i'll put it in quotes group cruise was put out many many uh, months ago dare i say almost two years ago and uh, it just it, it, it was doomed from the start from like a mass appeal standpoint just because of the fact that I just wasn't regular with my programming. I was working my ass off up in New York and, you know, I would check in once in a while. I'd do a show here and there. We had a lot of wacky scenarios. We did. We're doing uh, what do we do? The uh, the staycation podcast we had a lot of uh what'd you call it? what would you call it just phases we went through and the biggest phase of all was that there were no shows a lot of times so that's on me and that's up to me to try to eventually win you guys back and hopefully i'm on my way to doing that but we still have a tight crew we still have a great crew and i knew going into tonight well, last night which was our dinner and um, we were going to just meet up with a couple of people in a very, very intimate setting at a place called Bose Beach and enjoy ourselves. And that's it. And just relax and, and have and have some dinner and just kind of get pumped up about the cruise. So that's what I did. Beatrix is going to show up too. Kay was definitely going to show up. But Kay, you know, it's work. She is not back in town yet. She got called out to, uh, you know, but what is what it is. We, we, we all, I was appreciative that Beatrix showed up. So I get there. I'm running a little late as per usual, but uh, you know, this time I just decided that I wanted to take. I left an hour early, but I took Federal Highway down US One, which is a stretch of highway that does run from Key West to Maine all the way up top. So I come in and I see everybody there. Uh, Sandra's there. Her friend Lee is there. Carol's there. Scott's there. Carrot is there. Uh, and and Beatrix is there and we're hanging out and Scott is telling me let's get a bigger table and I was like well we don't really need a bigger table we got plenty of room you know everything he's like I don't know I just think we should have a bigger table and I'm like kind of I'm pushing back a little I'm like 
Scott, this guy's been cleaning this other table for whatever. It's taken a long time. It looks like they may be understaffed in this regard. So let's just, you know, he's like, Tommy, uh, I, I need. And then all of a sudden he disappears out of my field of vision for a minute. And then I look to my left and here's how it went down. I saw Scott just pull out his phone and go in video mode. And I'm looking at him like, we're talking about tables now. I'm trying to figure out why he's just pulling his phone out and taking videos. And then I look to the right. Approaching me in all his glory is Tony from Lalita Loca. And I was flabbergasted. I was like floored. I was, are you kidding me? It's the type of thing where I don't know how good you guys are reacting to that stuff. But I had to, I, I probably, I was, I was thrown for a loop thrown for an absolute loop and it was tony gave him a big hug right away you know you could tell right off the bat tony is who you think he is he's the same guy uh, and we immediately you know just started rapping and talking and hitting it off and you know just everybody sat down it was a little crazy i felt bad for the staff a little bit because we were we were up we were down we were side to side and uh everybody was putting in their orders at different times and you know they, they were very cool they were very patient they were awesome staff over there shout out to bose beach which we'll have some upcoming news on soon as well so tony sits down we're getting settled in i'm still not out of shock i'm still freaking completely floored and completely shocked and i'm just trying to play it off and trying to just continue with a okay well we eventually have to stop being shocked and we got to hang out and he tells me yeah i just drove down because we had tried to meet a couple of times and we were unsuccessful so i knew you were having this so i figured i'd come down and have dinner with you and that's it i'm like you drove and he was like what are you doing after this he's like i'm driving back to tampa that's it i'm, I'm here for dinner and those of you who know it's a good three and a half, four hours away. That's a that's a that's a trip. But I don't put it past Tony because Tony's a genuine guy, and he, uh, you know, he 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 was like uh, we we had mentioned a few times, and he's, you know, he, he's he's indicated, you know, like I have that we wanted to meet. So he, you know, I figured, all right, well, that's really really flattering and really really f- proactive of Tony to do that. But I I believed him. You know what I mean? So that's that's that. So then, uh. Out of nowhere, somebody else shows up to the table, and they're wearing a full-on wig and uh, sunglasses. I forgot even what the, the complete disguise was, but he's like, uh, you know, you know, Mitch, right? And I, I think he's referring to his friend. I don't know who he was talking about, but he said Mitch, right? And I'm thinking, okay, this is like a Lalita Loco whack packer for you Stern fans out there. I'm like, sounds fine. Sounds like a nice, seems like a nice guy. Very enthusiastic, very colorful personality. But again, I'm still in shock from just Tony, just making the four hour drive just for dinner to hang out with us. And then out of nowhere from this quote unquote, uh, wigged man who looked, let's just go, let's call it. Looked had a little bit of a country feel to him. Out comes the perfect crystal clear bagok that I have ever heard. And then, yes, the second glance made me look a little deeper and not having anything. I was embarrassed that I didn't like see through it right away, but I never met him. I had never met Mr. John Wooster Clay, Rooster Claykowski. And I, he's there. Now he's there. Now I'm like, something's up. Something's going on. Something's up. What, what's happening right now? And I was absolutely floored. It was like it was like almost like way back uh, associating the same time to when like 
Colin and Doug Parker surprised us in uh, in San Juan. I was having that type of kind of like feeling because it was like just this is overwhelming, but in the best way possible, like overwhelming in a great way. And now, you know, two fellas that, you know, we feel like I think we've communicated in, in our communications over the last couple of months or so. We've kind of established the fact that we probably feel like we're a little a little kindred spirit wise like the same type of cruiser ish type of person little you know we 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 talked about the idea of us three going on a cruise now here i am in fort lauderdale out of nowhere and these guys are sitting next to me and then about another five minutes go by and they said oh yeah we forgot we left out a detail uh we're sailing with you tomorrow i'm like shut up can you imagine they're coming on the cruise and they had this thing planned for like a couple of months. They were letting me, you know, what a relief that must've been for them. I got to, you know, the, the, the secret that they were holding for so long and trying to get intelligence. Cause they had, they had to work. I made them uh, unintentionally. I made them work trying to figure out where we were and where this whole uh, pre-cruise dinner shindig was going to be and how was the reveal going to happen. They were hiding throughout the restaurant. They were hiding places. They were trying to figure out ways to get information, and uh, they got it. They got the information, and wow, that changed everything. That changes everything. I mean, this cruise went from 10 to 25 in a very, very quick matter of time, and that's tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow as far as where i am right now it's today technically but it's late you know my style but man john tony i am so happy that this is going to become a reality and i want to give a big thank you to both of their wives for being just awesome and cool and rock stars for allowing this to happen you know what i mean i i mean come on how cool is that just in general Okay, let's get into some cruise news for your Tuesday. And again, give me a little slack here. There may have been some developed or developing stories since I actually am recording this. And there's that little window where something may have kind of, and I will, by the way, by the way, not to keep promoting the Patreon, seems to be very popular. My hungover rants in the morning. So if you are a mega cone and you do subscribe to the eight dollar uh level you'll be getting uh morning episodes of me in my hungover glory and talking about whatever i can remember about the previous days and nights events and that is going to go on all week i will be here all week with that so you will hear from me if you are a mega cone you will have had heard from me if you are a mega cone uh before this is released but You guys know what I'm talking about. All right, Royal Caribbean. The plan is now to roll out a cruise terminal in Galveston, Texas, that is going to be completely self-reliant from an energy standpoint. This is great to see all these cruise lines and everybody seems to be on the same page doing whatever they possibly can to, I guess, be as environmentally friendly as possible. And this is the latest of that. Um, They're trying to basically stay completely off the grid. I mean, it's the regular power grid in Texas. This will be mostly done with 
with solar power. And I got to say, it's pretty impressive given how busy this port has gotten. Things have picked up over there, not only from uh, the amount of ships that do depart for from Galveston and consider it a home port, but the size of the ships as well. So this is no simple task that they're trying to pull off here. The goal for the terminal is also going to be to lower its carbon footprint. And again, you know, I'm not, you know, Mr. Joe Green. <laughs> He's a guy, right? <laughs> Joe Green. Mean Joe Green. That's that's for old people. But uh, you know, I'm not I'm not necessarily on the cutting edge of all. But anytime you get a chance to do something like this, seems kind of silly that you wouldn't jump at the chance to, right? All right, Virgin Voyages. They're doing a thing here. By the way, I was watching a video on Virgin Voyages, and I'm trying to think about. I, I've been thinking about Virgin. You like that girl? Uh, you know that you like that hookup that happened that you really didn't think you were gonna care about. It was just a hookup, a one night thing, but then like you're surprised to find out like weeks and maybe a month later you you start thinking about her again. And Virgin, you are that cruise line. I mean, I I don't know what this cruise ship is going to be. I guess from a perception standpoint, after experiencing the Virgin Voyages experience, uh, back to the kids, back to overly friendly family family friendly entertainment which is all cool which is all great but am i gonna be like oh you know what i didn't have to deal with any of this on virgin now this the hold on hold on step back this cruise is gonna be amazing it's gonna be an all-time great cruise we already know that it's already in the books but i'm just saying from being an overly critical standpoint and kind of being doing what i do and kind of being an information uh vessel for you Will this, uh, will I come off this ship saying, you know what, that virgin experience was just a little different, you know? I was watching a video. The fact that <laughs> this woman made a montage of just her virgin experience and she was great. She spoke over it. Uh, I forgot what it was. I'm so sorry. I would just go through them sometimes and I click them and I X them out. And but they were saying, yeah, and Virgin Voyages was a very uh, f- uh, fitness-forward cruise ship, and she's doing B-roll under her voiceover. Like her voiceover is happening, but then there's video. And as she's talking about the fitness, they're showing, and she doesn't mention it. She doesn't allude to it, but you're seeing it on the screen as she's talking. And just like seven or eight women on the floor in the middle of an exercise class or routine, and they're in a they're using shake weights okay and you guys all remember shake weights right it was like totally like sexual sublimination advertising and it was just very very funny i mean one of the funniest infomercials since you know not that i've fallen i can't i can't get up as funny but you know they they did that on purpose to try to make it a little bit you know quotable uh it was basically a meme before there were memes was uh the all fallen and i can't get up but did she just cut to and the position they were laying in, they were laying on their side, looking up. And then they were instructed to hold their shake weight about a foot above their head and then shake the shake weight. And they just did it. It could be like a very, very, not appropriate, a very, a very, yeah, appropriate exercise movement. But they clearly were going for something, and you just saw everybody that was actually taking part. They were all doing it. Nobody was like, oh, my gosh, I'm offended. But they were all laughing their ass off as they laid on their side, looked up, and then just basically had a shake weight 
pointed towards their um, their oral cavity, and they were just shake waiting away. It was pretty freaking funny. But Virgin Voyages gonna be interesting they have to they have to work out a few things we're gonna see what they're gonna do and i just we're all rooting for their long-term sustainability uh virgin voyages is introducing their first ever eat and drink month and that is for this november this is a partnership it's going to be between the cruise line and michelin star chefs such as matt lambert and charles jolly uh The events will take place on four and five night sailings on the Scarlet Lady, and then they'll also be doing them on the six and eight night voyages on the Valiant Lady. These will be chef and mixologist driven events that will take place throughout November, where passengers are going to be treated to customized food and beverage menus. We're talking top tier, high level Michelin uh, inspired menu items, as well as intimate events throughout the ship and those events are going to be just random they'll be throughout like virgin just does that that's what they do they just do pop-up stuff throughout the ship and you know these are going to be events and there'll be like a checklist and you could figure out and get the details of what the events are and which ones you'd like to attend and they'll be between 15 dollars and 125 dollars per guest yes i do realize that is a big disparity but it that's what it is Bookings will also include a $300 bar tab. So that tells you something. This is not going to be necessarily the cheapest vacation. If they're just throwing in a $300 bar tab, that's going to include all standard and specialty cocktails. Uh, Even the shake for champagne feature. They do a lot of shaking on this ship, don't they? But they have a feature where you can pull out your phone, go on the app, and just shake it. And then champagne will magically appear. That you'll have to pay for but you can use the 300 dollars towards that on these particular sailings during restaurant uh what is it food and uh eat and drink month eat and drink month anyway the research is in uh what virgin has found out is that people who do sail on those cruise ships seem to be gravitating really towards their amazing crew and the food and the beverage uh some of the events that are going to take place are you know let's mushroom around because uh, you know virgin has to do that that's one of the things that i'm not going to say irritated me but it was like i don't know do you have to freaking give a cute name to everything so they're gonna. There's not gonna be any difference here with their events. Let's mushroom around. I don't even know what that means, but I guess it sounds a little cute. Uh, flavors uncorked and many, many others. As for cocktails, there's gonna be a ton of different options. Perhaps too many to even name, but they're, they're gonna have onboard mixologists that are really gonna be putting a lot of thought and care into every beverage that is made. And again. You're going to have that $300 bar tab, so you might as well enjoy it. What I will also say is that they got to get a little better as mixologists because there are bartenders out there, and I think a lot of times the powers that be don't necessarily know the difference between a seasoned, even a really good bartender and a full-on mixologist that is just used to used to work with, used to working with a lot of different other ingredients and a lot of different building processes and a lot of recipes shaking and you know dealing with other pieces of equipment like wood boards and smoke and you know you can't just teach that to somebody in a day and that's one of the few very few complaints i'd say on my virgin voyages because they try to send you to uh uh pink agave 
They want the specialty cocktails to be really, they want the Mecca to be in pink agave. I'm guessing probably the, the hut too as well. Uh, or, or maybe the, uh, what's that bar? The, they have a couple of fancier looking bars that are close to the aft portion of the ship. Uh, the hut and uh, the c- c- cannonball room or something like that. I forgot. But those look like fancy bars and they probably have good craft cocktails there too. I would just say you really got to make sure that you either train the hell out of the staff or you're getting some really, you know, re- really good already experienced mixologists. All right, quick little piece of information, not much to expand on it, but this is great news. Carnival Cruise Line has announced that they have officially made it voluntary for their crew to wear masks. That means you may see some crew wearing masks. They're perfectly allowed to wear masks, obviously, but if they like to take the masks off, they now have that option. But I would just encourage or ask that everybody who goes on board, just because they are allowed to take their masks off, let's not put them in a position where they feel like they have to. If certain people's level of comfortability is not there yet and they want to continue to wear their mask, please let's not badger them like ignorant assholes. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Is that too hard to ask? All right, let's take it to Bermuda, Bahama, Aruba. No, Bermuda. That's right. Now, saying that this could be a record year, 2023 in bookings across the board, there are uh, currently... 200 bookings and growing at the very, very popular cruise port. Shout out to Sandra. Had dinner with Sandra today. I haven't seen Sandra in like two years. That was great. Sandra, 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 Sandy. <laughs> we had a little debate over dinner. What, 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 what should I call her? You know what I mean? Sandy, Sandra, Sandra, Sand. I don't know. I just go with Sandy. Can we do it? All right. So previous years in the very popular cruise port of Bermuda have topped out at that 180 to 190 mark. Uh, but they think at, at right now, they think they're at around 220 uh, for 2023, and they expect maybe to add some more too. Now, they're also saying that by 2024, there's even talk about the possibility of Bermuda becoming a home port to a cruise line. The conversations that are being had right now is with a brand you may have heard of them. It's called Ritz-Carlton. Yes, we're not talking about a major cruise line as of now. Definitely an upstart in the sailing world. Also, you know, they're not a mega ship. But I think Bermuda and Lawrence Scott, who is the minister of transport there, is they're in general talking about Knowing full well that there is a big wave of mega ship popularity and major cruise lines are always going to be at the forefront of this type of thing. But there's a niche. There's an opportunity. A lot of these smaller boutique yachts, whether you're talking about Ritz-Carlton or we just found out that uh, the, 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 the Four Seasons is going to be launching a version of what they do at sea as well. And uh, they say the reason that they're getting these types of opportunities is because they're putting more into the fact that they want to build a relationship with their cruise line partners. Now, this year, the year we're in 2022, should end with about 166 calls uh, with about 15 that are going to end up being canceled overall due to COVID. That's 310,587 passengers that are going to be contributing to uh, just over $130 million 
towards the Bermuda economy. The spending per person, as we talked about, that's a metric that they looked very, very closely at. And that's between, uh, it was 225 previous to this year, and now it's gotten up to $262 per person visiting Bermuda, which is, I mean, that's got to be encouraging. They attribute this to a great job done by the hospitality entrepreneurs, the local merchants, and a good quality experience that is being offered from all the local port operators. And that's pretty much it with Bermuda. I want to talk about Carnival Horizon for a second because they were just sailing along, minding their own business, and passengers aboard that ship noticed that there was a U-turn happening. Nobody knew what was going on at first until everybody went to the one side of the ship and realized that there was a small boat that seemed to be under distress, but as a closer look, I guess they ended up being okay. Now, maritime law is going to state that you're supposed to offer assistance to any smaller distressed vehicles. I mean, that's if you're a major ship. You're supposed to turn around and you're supposed to help. I mean, I think that's, to put that into law, that's international maritime law, and I think that's a great law. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily, I don't know if they what the parameters are and the stipulations. What if you're running on one engine? What if you're running out, running out of fuel? What if there's some, I don't I just made those two up, but what if there's some sort of outside stimuli that would make it a little bit more difficult or even put your vessel at risk if you did turn around to help them i don't know what the deal is with that but the rule as a general sentiment is something that i can get behind and this was a boat full of um what they thought were cuban people leaving and they refused the help you know what i mean you have a big giant talk about that they got stones right i mean you understand because if they are not in trouble they know you know what's going to happen. They're going to get picked up by the Coast Guard, and they're going to be brought to customs, and they're probably going to be deported back to Cuba because I think there is no amnesty unless you land. You gotta you gotta land on the beach in order to kind of I guess be a, allowed to stay. And even then, I don't know what the procedure is. But either way, these migrants wanted no part of this uh, friendly cruise ship that was fully willing to help them get them a meal get them some new clothes, whatever, and I guess, you know, probably, yeah, probably turn them over to the Coast Guard. All right, that's pretty much it for the news. Let's get to your emails. Ladies and gentlemen, your emails have become and remain and probably will always be a lifeblood of the show. If you'd like to be a part of the show, do not hesitate. I'll read your email and you will be a absolutely imperative contributor to the show. It's Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Whether it's a question, comment, concern, correction, anything, let me know. Send me an email, Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com, and we'll read your email on the show and respond. Not unlike what I'm about to do right now. Tommy, longtime listener, first time emailing. I am going on the MSC Meraviglia out of Port Canaveral on October the 23rd and would love to email you back and let you know how it was. It's an eight-day Mexico, Ocean K, and Nassau run. I will email you and let you know how the cruise went, including the food, the fun, the party, and the entertainment. Crosswind Escapes, Scott Morton. Scott, I appreciate that very, very much. That's going to be very welcome because, again, I have gotten a lot of accounts of what it's like to sail on any MSC ship. But the truth is, there are so many variables when it comes to sailing on a cruise ship. Obviously, the MSC experience, 
hasn't always been so hardware driven when you have ships like uh, the uh, ammonia or ammonia or the you know i guess to a lesser degree because it still is a nice ship the divina but then they just went totally next level on you when you're talking about the seaside the meraviglia and all those types of ships so a you're talking about the hardware that is going to uh, provide a different experience that is going to be interpreted differently by different people but then you're also going to have to look into where they're cruising from and i heard this from don on don's family vacations he talked about how you know when you sail on msc out of the usa they really do put a a, a premium on making sure you get that usa experience now do they nail it i hear they're getting better i still hear it's not necessarily all the way but it's still a european cruise line and you know you you hear that it's a completely different thing as to whether you're sailing in america or you're sailing overseas but Either way, it doesn't necessarily matter. I just want to know what it's like if you're cruising out of Miami. I eventually got to get on. I'm definitely looking forward to hearing your email, reading your email, Scott, but I also just have to get on one myself. Would you agree? Tom, I know AJ does. Tommy, just wanted to reach back out to you to update you on my cruise plans. I wrote you a few weeks back and asked for some help on deciding between Allure of the Seas or Norwegian Bliss for a New Year's Eve cruise. You gave a great breakdown and answer, but shortly after that show, Royal Caribbean updated their cruise protocols again, so I was able to go back to booking what was a double bucket list cruise for me. Actually, maybe triple bucket list. Odyssey of the Seas, nine nights sailing out of Fort Lauderdale, leaving on December 3rd. 30th, heading to Coco Cay, Grand Cayman, and Curacao. The bucket list checkoffs for me were the Odyssey of the Seas, New Year's Cruise, and Aruba and Curacao, two ports I've never sailed to. During the planning of this cruise, I connected with a group that is sailing on board, a very large group that is composed of medical professionals, nurses, from all... (laughs) guessing because you put medical professionals uh from all over the country lots of good chatter and it sounds like there's going to be a built-in good time all over the ship our first stop is in coco Cay, where we are docked with freedom of the seas on new year's eve freedom is doing a short run over there uh over over new over new year's and i am anticipating a wild time on coco Cay. well at least being hopeful. I really can't wait for this cruise and it's going to be just an amazing time. Perhaps you can host a day zero event for us and we will use this as a launching pad for the idea. I will most definitely fill you in on how the cruise was. Oh, and of course, the cruise drink package is engaged. Ouch. I'm really enjoying the daily podcast. It's a great way to start the day. Look forward to hearing about the group cruise and hope to be able to join in on the next one. And that is Joe. And that is an acronym, as he puts it, for just out exploring. Joe, that is amazing. And I can't tell you enough. Uh, Those are my bucket. That's a bucket list for me, too. Odyssey of the Seas seems like a really cool new cruise ship that I would love to be on. But isn't that the way it is? It's such an awesome experience if you have that pre-cruise, like you call it, built-in good time. Now, who knows? Maybe it won't be all it's cracked up to be, but at the same time, it could be. It could even surpass your expectations. And that's why I say I just absolutely love interacting and possibly meeting with, finding some really kindred spirits that you know you're going to be... 
in lockstep with when it comes to enjoying your cruise. But I am glad that worked out. A New Year's Eve cruise is absolutely, definitely still a bucket list for me. Sounds amazing. Now, I don't know. Do you guys, you don't guys, don't, you have to be back on the ship at night, right? You can't hang out with Freedom of the Seas people, you know, for the, for the, for the ball to drop, right? You can't be hanging out on Coco Cay when it turns into 2023, right? I don't think that's the way it works, but it still absolutely sounds amazing. And I absolutely will be glad. And I'll reach out to you directly about hosting a zero day, a day zero event for you. Uh, Very encouraged by tonight. The place was great. I saw two places tonight. I think we have the choice of either one. I think I know which would be the better one, but either way, had an absolute blast. Joe, thank you so much for the email. Aloha, Tommy. You are so kind and open with us, and I love listening to your various thoughts on cruising. You help us savor all the little things that we love about cruising, even when opinions differ. I wanted to gently offer a perspective about the Facebook person who is fired up about people not doing their muster. They may have had a concern about it watching Sail Away and also honoring their dining time. I love to enjoy the incredible views of sailing out of port, and one thing I would suggest to your listeners is to plan to eat dinner much later on day one or plan to grab a bite uh, at a quick venue so you'll have plenty of time to enjoy the Sail Away event if it's late. Thank you for sharing your perspectives for all of us different personalities who love to cruise. Malaho, Mahalo. Sorry, Mahalo. I screwed that up, right? Mahalo. Karen in Hawaii. <laughs> Karen, love it. Thank you so much. That's a little throwback or a callback joke to uh, the young lady who just wouldn't stop calling it Hawaii, and she was not Hawaiian. But that's okay. So I love what you wrote here, Karen. It, it, I am. You don't have to tell me twice. I always book late dining when it comes to dinner. I do not want to miss sailaways. I do not want to miss sunsets. I want to be out on the deck for as long as possible. I want to be enjoying those days. I want to be drinking in that sunlight, drinking in that ocean air, and enjoying it and seeing the, again, sailaways. Some ports are more dynamic than others when it comes to sailing out of them, but none of them are bad. I mean, San Juan is a home. I don't think I've ever left San Juan in the day, though. But when you want to talk about a sail-in, there's no better sail-in than San Juan. But sailing away from Miami, sailing away from New York. When I sailed away from Cuba, it was absolutely amazing. That was beautiful. Uh, and there's so many. Curacao, there's so much to look at. We're headed there soon. So we're very, very pumped about that. But Karen, I appreciate the kind words. And I really, really appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. Mahalo. I think I did it right. Hi, Tommy. I am really enjoying your podcast, Discovering It. Oh, I'm sorry. I am really enjoying your podcast, Discovering It During Those COVID Lockdown Months. I wanted to share that 32 years ago, when I was in my early 20s, I was working on a few cruise ships as a bilingual youth counselor out of uh, St. Pa- Pedro, Los Angeles. I was fresh out of college and looking for a fun adventure, which it definitely was. In those days, the ships were smaller such as the Fair and Dawn Princess in the 1990s. Being that my family lives in Los Angeles, I remember one cruise when my parents and their friends slash neighbors embarked on the Fair Princess as guests. In those days, times were different. No water slides, a couple of pools, one aft, I believe, 
bars in multiple spots, no specialty restaurants, but great music, great entertainment, and a solid interaction between staff and passengers. Oh, and there were no drink packages. However, that did not stop our family from bringing on whatever they could hide in their bags. On this one occasion, I happened to mention to another crew member that my folks were embarking. He asked if I knew about the discount. What discount, I inquired. We explained that I could sign off their bar bill. In those days, no C-pass, just cash or credit. I asked, how much discount do they get if I sign? My eyes popped out of my head when he explained 65% off. Well, that changed everything. When my dad found out about that, from day one on my way to my shift in the youth center or on my way back or in the middle of the day, I would hear from my dad, family, and friends, Hey, Julie, over here. Hey, Julie, are you headed to the lounge? Hey, Julie, come talk to us. I must have signed so many bar bill checks for my dad that week that he saved plenty of cash and I was plenty popular. Thinking back, those were fun, simpler times, memorable times. I love cruising so much as a passenger and... And while some things have truly changed, that sense of pure cruise bliss is one and the same. Your podcasts are witty, funny, and engaging. Keep up the exceptional work, Julie. Julie, this is a good one. Uh, that's uh, I love hearing stories about the throwback days. I love hearing the little idiosyncrasies like, you know, when the ships may not have had as much advanced technology on them, but they were probably constructed better. They were probably laid out more for the guest, whereas this time, you know, these days they're, they're laid out for the guests, but just as much to make money uh, on every square inch. And, you know, I never heard of the Fair Princess. That is, that's a new thing that's on my radar. And that's cool that you worked. And it's cool to hear that you worked on cruise ships, right? Okay, so a lot of people work on cruise ships, but you still have an ultimate passion for going on cruise ships. And you, it was that simple back then where you could just kind of just put your old John Hancock on the, uh, on the bill. And that would get your family a 65% discount. That's just not something you're going to see today. You know? And I get it. It was it was like you said. You put it perfectly. You said a simpler time. And everything is different now, but it's still beautiful and it's still amazing. And I cannot wait because with that said, I am going to head to bed and I'm going to be ready to go on a cruise tomorrow. Big shout out to all the pirates and the pier runners that are coming with us on the cruise. Big shout out to all the pirates and pier runners that are going to be on the ship in the bar crawl. Big, big, big shout out to Tony and the rooster for surprising me and Everybody that we have going with us tomorrow, very, very excited about it. Again, like I said, if you have the Patreon, you will have already heard some updates. This is uh, the Patreon is patreon.com slash always be booked. Facebook group, always be booked cruise and travel lounge. Uh, email me. You again, remember, you're the lifeblood of the show. We need you. Tommy at always be booked.com. YouTube, always be booked. Instagram, always be booked. You guys are the best. Boat drinks come. There's a place where the boat leaves from. It takes away a little your big problems. You could worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from. Take one part sand, one part sea, and one part shade of a nine tree. And the drinks are cold and the reggae is hot. And I know this is the place for me. Get away. 
to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Jimmy. Perfectly good island somewhere Well, I'll ride the boats and don't grab your coat You won't need it where we are going Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Pick me up Pick me up Pick me up Put me down down in the sand where it's cool Put me down And when I fall on my stool Put me down I'll just leave there till morning comes round With sunshine ten ladies And pina coladas And Bob Marley songs that I'm playing There's a song in my ear That I want you to hear Soft tropical lips that are singing Get away where the boat leaves from It takes away All of your big problems You got worries You can drop them In the blue ocean But you gotta get away To where the boat leaves from So get away To where the boat leaves from It takes away All of your big problems You got worries You can drop them In the blue ocean But you gotta get away To where the So get away To where the boat leaves from It takes away I love your big problems You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat is from Put me down.